Welcome to Mall Talk. I'm Paige Weldon. I'm Emily Fay. Let's talk about the mall. We have a Wetzel's Pretzels update. We sure do. <laughs> After weeks and weeks, we have an update on the Wetzel's situation. And I wish I could say it was a clean little bow <laughs> on the situation. I wish I could say everything's worked out perfectly. But that's just not how it, that's not how it goes. Not gonna it's not going to be that twisted. kind of story. It's a twisted <laughs> path to um oh yes as they as the, the pretzels um so i've been in touch <laughs> i decided to loop back and uh <laughs> see if wetzel's pretzels remembered that they said they would give us codes and they said yes and um ultimately they did send some codes through for pretzels for dip and then they gave us each a a code that gets us f- seven free items for one visit, which is which, a, a what lot. is that code? Why does that even exist? What will, I mean, maybe we'll do some kind of special event <laughs> or something, but um, of course uh, went to go put in the codes into my Wetzel's app, which I've had for years and uh, most of them worked, but none of the pretzel ones did. So <laughs> I just have access to to dip so here's what they gave it first they only sent you that one seven item code one and we were like all right but there's two i asked by any chance would this work for um emily if she were to put it into her (laughs) and they were like no so then they sent us some more pretzel codes five pretzel codes five dip codes for us to just like split amongst ourselves however Love we choose a solid odd i guess split up <laughs> and, like they're just so confused and then another seven item code and now the dip ones went through but the pretzel ones didn't go through so uh they said they'd get back to us so sorry about the inconvenience didn't they but say this will take, take a, a few days it's like they said why sometime listen i don't know how it works so don't you just have a book of <laughs> look there's social media person have, um some codes and we can we can get some pretzels their uh, social but- media person is amelia bedelia <laughs> and she's having a really hard time <laughs> i did put as at your suggestion i put this the i mentioned the seven thing code in my hinge profile i, I think that's an incredible it. hinge profile Paige, i'm getting less likes than ever oh okay i guess nobody wants to have a good time no one, kind no of one weird likes it. i don't know if they don't think i'm joking or something but like maybe add i'm not kidding <laughs> <laughs> this is real <laughs> I think I said under the prompt my biggest strength I have a code for seven free items and one visit at Wetzel's Pretzels and I need help (laughs) no one likes it well then you just haven't found the one is my opinion um so we'll uh keep you posted on this ongoing saga yeah but you know we'll see if i if we use like our just dip codes in the meantime i'm not what a dip are we gal no i don't even like dip on I, my pretzel. I honestly was surprised that there were whole dip codes because it's like I don't, I never get the dips. I've ne- but I will, I mean, I will when I also have a pretzel to dip it in. But at yeah, this that's time, true. I will not. I was thinking about it, I was like, maybe I'll just go and just get dip and just enjoy it with something else from the mall. You know, maybe I'll go get some fries from Salt and Fries and try them in the <laughs> Wetzel's dip, see what's going on. But 
probably but not. But no, no. Um, I don't think the dips are good enough to stand on their own. <laughs> Ice cold. Um, also, uh, the Galleria, the Glendale Galleria is fucking open, which is bananas. Um, yeah, yeah. We... You're the one who told me it's because like Westfield sued or something. Yeah, right? Westfield sued the city of Los Angeles God. so they could open their malls. But I think that um, I mean the gallery is not a Westfield, but I guess it it benefited. I, it, right, from it must this. have just set a precedent. Um, what is what do I mean when I say benefited? I don't know if that's really <laughs> the best word. But apparently we've seen um, a few pictures. There's a massive line at Hot Topic. Um, <laughs> People need their their stitch pins i mean halloween is coming up people need i need need to come up with a new thing whenever hot topic comes up that's not just me saying stitch (laughs) there are emily the strange baseball tees (laughs) um they're riverdale reusable cups with straws yeah they're rick and morty um gauges you know (laughs) things like this Um, please don't go wait in line at Hot Topic. It's not worth it. They have a website, is my opinion on that. I mean, it's not worth going now that Papyrus is closed. (laughs) What else does the mall have to offer? A total, it's a total husk at this point. Um, (laughs) and then, uh, Emily, you, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, you went to the Grove. I did go to the Grove. It wasn't super exciting, but I went after work the other day, just, you know. I had a hunch that there were going to be some sales going on. And for some reason, there were many of them marketed as Black Friday previews. And I was okay. like, wait a second. That's not for another month. Like, I'm sorry. I'm looking at my watch here and it's uh, October. <laughs> um, is, we haven't even hit Halloween yet. No. Um, no. <laughs> I did actually try on some pants that made well that I liked. And then I was like, oh, these pants are cheaper online. So mm. I did buy them online for $26. Oh, congratulations. That's a, yeah. that's a steal of a deal. They're not particularly flattering, but <laughs> okay. I did need some pants that aren't jeans because none of my jeans fit me anymore. So, Woo. you know, it's getting cold. Needed some needed some pants just needed in case to, it comes know, up. Cover up those legs. Keep them warm. Um, Obviously didn't go to the Wetzel's Pretzels there, which I would have had have. I had my individual pretzel codes, but... I didn't. We'll um, see. Yeah, and then I left. I also, you know, not going to talk about this at length because it's not a mall, but I think I might. I'll add a highlight. I'll add a okay. highlight to the Instagram. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. I went to Rogers, Rogers Garden. Gardens, which is kind of a mall, and that there are multiple little shops there and a restaurant. And um, I went in the Halloween store. <laughs> I saw. IRL, you know, artists and hand-painted cabbage with eyeball. Okay, frickin' frack was the wildest because I was like, where are frickin' frack? And then I went into their little Christmas shop, which is actually huge. (laughs) There's frickin' frack. Excuse me, where are frickin' frack? (laughs) I'm just walking by and I'm like, is that, is that frick? And oh my God, is that his brother frack? (laughs) And they had just put little red ribbons with a piece of like holly around frickin' frack and moved them from the Halloween store to the Christmas store. Where is the integrity, Rogers Garden? And I was <laughs> I was stunned. I was shocked. I saw um yeah, I saw the the eyeball lettuce. Um <laughs> I saw the jeweled display case. Fantastic. And I was 
starstruck to put it to put it plainly <laughs> so yeah you did some great instagram stories look at our instagram story yeah, highlights I'll, make, for I'll, this. I'll do a highlight but um honestly it was great <laughs> i had a great time instagram i had a great you. time and i did mention it to my mom and i am going back this thursday for her <laughs> birthday <laughs> well keep us posted on what your mom thinks of roger so we'll see i bought a little cat and a pumpkin cute as the halloween store um yeah that's about it for the week all right let's introduce our guest we are joined by daniel webb hi daniel hi yay yay (laughs) thank you for being here how are you i'm great thank you it's nice to see your pandemic-y faces Um, we were talking about Glendale Galleria. You said you're a, you're a fan of the Glendale Galleria. I am. I've I grew up in North Texas, which is where most of my mall ishness comes from, and so uh, there's a lot to it. But th- what the main like anxiety trigger for me at, at malls is that I just feel like people are looking at me, <laughs> not like looking at me, but like looking at me. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> And I finally realized that it was, I think I was at the Zara at the Glendale Galleria. And I was like, oh, fuck, nobody gives a shit about anybody out here. Everybody's head is shoved up their own ass that nobody's watching you. You know what I mean? So there's a great deal of like anonymity. Not, I don't know, nobody fucking knows who I am. I just mean like personal, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't have to wear sunglasses inside to feel <laughs> protected. So I re- yeah. I realize that there's it's actually a very positive place. Minus yeah. the commercialism and the mindlessness and it's fucking Glendale. <laughs> but I do but like it. you can it. really get lost. Um, yeah. And it's so clean. And I'm used to like, I'm from the days when you could smoke inside the food court of, at malls. <laughs> and yeah. like, you know, rando cigarette butts. But So you just smell a chicken nugget and you're like, this smells like ash. I do yeah. I do love it's like no matter what where you are the food court is always just those uncomfortable metal chairs. <laughs> yeah, easy to wipe down. It's just, yeah, you know, it's true. I just it's, no matter how much you dress it up it's like this is like unco- nothing is er- ergonomic about this. <laughs> no, they're designed uh yeah to be wiped down. My my yeah, time there my my time there is limited. I will say that. It's like I've I've only spent a few times. I was on a jacket hunt. And like you, Emily, I've also, like, the search for the perfect pair of jeans is, is futile. Yes, um, yes. And then I saw a picture of myself on stage in jeans. I was like, okay, amateur. I look like a, a scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, stuffed. And so I gave up on that hunt. But it was, I was at, believe it or not, Glenda and the Grove or whatever, the Beverly Center. Which made me want to blow my brains out. I know that's culturally insensitive <laughs> these days, but I wanted a shotgun blast to the face. I was at Nordstrom Rack at the fucking Beverly oh, Center. So you were at the Beverly Connection. That place, mm, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's how disoriented I was. Because um, <laughs> I had a gift certificate, right? Someone was nice enough to bless me with like a, a gift certificate. So I was looking for f- jeans at, mm-hmm. and, and trying to shit on. And I lost my car key. And I mean car key. It's like, it's it's not on my oh, keychain. No. Yes. So I was in the men's dressing room trying on pants after pants after pants after pants. And then I got so frustrated that I went to the ladies' department and started try- trying on dresses and stuff because they're cheap. Um, I eventually got a <laughs> pair of ladies' uh, pajamas that are called Evelyn's. They're delicious. 
<laughs> they're like 80 bucks. Um, oh my god! I know. I mean, Evelyn sounds like a fancy pajama it if was I've good. ever heard one. And of course, they were that like rich maroon flavor. <laughs> um, but in, in all of that trying on of garments, I lost my key. And so then, <sighs> and this is when I had crazier beard and longer hair. So then I'm like sniffing the floors at the fucking Beverly <laughs> Connection or whatever. Uh, you got to be careful. You're going to get kennel cough. It was hell. You sniff those floors. <laughs> I don't know. Just a very specific joke for dog owners. But it reminded me of my like early 20s when my friends would drop the eight ball on the floor and they'd start sniffing the carpet. I'd be like, guys, just stop. <laughs> I mean, I think that we all have to be honest here and that's not... That's not the fault of the Beverly connection. I think that like I would hate anywhere where I lost my car key because we know how expensive car keys are now and was was looking for jeans. True. And that was my own fault because, again, the vanity of it all was like, look at you've been literally staring at your ass in a mirror for the last hour. (laughs) And the best part was because my car, I have a pretty busted truck and it was in the parking garage. Right. So now that I don't have my car key, I can't move it. And they charge you a hundred thousand dollars a day to park it there. So I was like, trying to get the security people to explain my situation. Please don't tow my car slash there's not a bomb in it because it was parked precariously in a dark corner of the garage. (laughs) All of this looks so suspicious. Um, But what's so funny is that the security there has a big window in the office, right? And then there's another office next door with another big window. And so I'm calling. I'm like, and I can see the phone that I'm calling ringing and the security person is on their phone just... "Mm." Just like that. So I call the other security office and I see the officer pick up and answer the phone. I go, can you go next door and tell that woman to pick up the phone? And he he looks out the window and I go, me? I was insane. I was so mad because, of course, this is happening at a fucking mall. Not Olive Garden where I'm comfortable. Last time I was there, I was like outside and there was like... A PA announcement, which I've like never even heard before there, like through all the common areas. And it was like, just a reminder, masks need to be worn at all times. That includes the common areas. That includes the common areas. And I was literally staring at the woman it was about. Because she was on her phone and her mask was at her chin. And she, I watched her hearing this and not putting it together that it was about her. Right. And I was just like making eye contact like and she's just like on the phone. It's like, like what a crazy announcement. Did you hear that? Literally about you. They're making a whole announcement to the whole mall about you and you don't even realize it. I worked at of a, I worked at a, I worked at a hundred restaurants, but I worked at one vegetarian restaurant, and they were very. This is like ten years ago, but they were very. Yelp was new, and that kind of just public online whatever uh, was new, and they didn't know what to do about it. And so what they would do is, if there was a negative post, they would print it out, and every single one of us <laughs> oh, who were all the waiters, all the waitresses, we had to sign it so that we had read the complaint uh, and could whatever adjust. Oh my god! Well, guess what? Every single complaint was, and to the waitress with the sleeve tattoos and the half shave head fuck you we're like that's jenny like yeah. jenny's the <laughs> only one jenny sign she works and then will all- <laughs> i have a full head of hair and no sleeves okay fuck you it's jenny every time it was so funny every wow. single time and it's like we can't possibly know who exactly this is referring to we can only guess so right. we all need we're to not improve naming our names. 
our manner with the with the mm-hmm. customer. Yeah, I've always I've always felt for mall employees because it just it's it's such a strange place to work, and I feel like people are that the customer service angle of it all. Like, there's a customer service department at, like, Dillard's, right? That shameful office kind of at the back by, like, the greeting cards and whatever (laughs) seasonal bullshit nobody buys at a place like that. Um, And, you know, whatever piss-ant citizen goes back there to tell them what they think is, like, the bottom of the barrel, you know? Yeah, And especially now, it's got to be even more insane. Really terrible. Um, but okay, so so if you go to a mall now, it's probably going to be Glendale. But mm. you said okay, growing up in the North Hills Mall. True. Tell us about this about this mall. So I'm from the Dallas Fort Worth area, um, which is just suburban sprawl. If you're not in Dallas or Fort Worth, it's just strip malls and like car dealerships and churches. It's stupid. And um, <laughs> and then you have these like malls that are sort of now. I don't know about now, but back you know in the 90s and stuff. It was kind of how you, you know, dotted the the geography of the place. Um, and so there was Northeast Mall, which was inferior until they just spent about a billion dollars on a food court. <laughs> and then they were like, oh. next century. And North Hills Mall was the was forever just it was frozen in time, right? Uh, and we went to a Methodist church, which was very easy on the religion, but pretty bitchy on the social judgment and everything else that comes with Christ. <laughs> and um, so we had to tuck our shirts in for an hour, and then we'd go to the mall with like the other church families, which were cool people. They were fine. They were nice people, and all like kids my age and stuff. So we would all go into the food court and scatter to our own little restaurants <laughs> and eat. And then the parents would kind of hang while we would just run around this mall and spend a dollar because that was our allowance. Um, (laughs) No joke. Our weekly allowance was a dollar. Yeah. Well, it was two dollars and we had to put one dollar in the bank. And so, oh, sure. So, good and the, lesson. Yeah, but you're at the mall. You know you're going to be there, so you're the just going to spend the money. Bank or like a piggy bank. No, and this is how stupid I am because I am like kids are literal. That's why Rugrats is such a genius show. Is because they're like, <laughs> come on, the toast is clear. Like they're just geniuses. <laughs> and so when I was a kid, because I'm pretty stupid, I was a kid. My parents were like, they sat us down to teach us about money. That lesson didn't go very far. But they sat us down and were like, kids, we're gonna open up a bank account and what i thought that meant was we were going to have a thing in the house with like a little teller like i literally thought that um so yes it was a real bank but not the way i envisioned you're like it doesn't actually seem financially sound to hire a whole bank staff just for our home when there's a bank just a mile away true i I don't know if you guys are actually thinking this through but my brain was too too probably to a an old like an embarrassingly old age i was that kind of literal about interpretation but yes we would go after church for years i mean years every sunday to this fucking mall and eat in the food court for years where would you eat in the food court hands down every single time McDonald's Happy Meal followed up with a uh, hot fudge sundae. No nuts. Ooh. Ooh. That yeah. sounds great. Because everything else was Sbarro, Taco Bell, McDonald's, Frulati, which was so exotic. Um, <laughs> I don't know how old you are, but there was a definite Jenny Craig phase in the early <laughs> 90s. Like separate okay. to everything now with celebrity and everything where it was like milkshakes 
you get milkshakes in the mail <laughs> and you drink shit. Like that was fucking it, right? So my parents did that. It was the weirdest thing ever because they never dieted except for this. And it was extreme. We got boxes of shakes and they didn't eat dinner with us anymore and all that whole thing. And it was the one time in our mall culture that dad ate lunch at Frulati. <laughs> Wait, what is Frulati? It's a smoothie place. It's like okay. a. I yeah. feel okay. like I've heard of that or it's come up before. But it confused okay. me as an early kid who couldn't kind of read all the way. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe mm-hmm. that's an adult word I don't get because you'd look at the word frulati <laughs> and yeah. fruit isn't ever completed. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, what language is that? I didn't want to totally assume, but it, it sounded like it was supposed to be referencing fruit, but I was like, I'm missing well, that T. Exactly. Like, is that no. a fruit in Italian? No. Do you know how you like maybe in adulthood you stare at like you're on mushrooms and you stare at a stop sign. You're like, that doesn't say stop. Like you're looking at the fruit sign. You're like, it doesn't say fruit. It was like Sbarro. I couldn't understand the SB. Yeah. It's like, like, in your mind, it should all be like in a little like, dollhouse town where all the little <laughs> shops are just called like meat fruit burger clothes <laughs> i would love like in cat dog how all the buildings were uh, shaped like whatever yeah. they sold yes. that seems helpful i, tell I feel you, like <laughs> so much could be okay did y'all ever watch um duck man no no okay it's a weird cartoon it's too adult um it's kind of <laughs> like a duck count duckula if you ever watch that also too adult but funny <laughs> so there's a hilarious episode of Duckman. i'll be really brief very funny episode of Duckman where the guest celebrity voice is lisa kudrow um who i'm a big fan of and so sure the the son on Duckman is an annoying character and has a gross voice he talks like this dad and he talked but the whole time <laughs> and the son is kidnapped by aliens to another planet right and lisa kudrow oh, no. is the voice of all the aliens they have the same voice <laughs> and the aliens are really stupid and that's the best part. Like they all sit at red lights and then all the lights turn green and they go smash. And then they just laugh <laughs> like they're all really dumb. <laughs> One of the aliens drops a dollar and then another alien goes, oh, my gosh, you dropped a dollar. Here's my dollar. Take it for your loss. And then they all walk away and leave the dollar on the ground. Right. They're just stupid. Um, it's, I don't know. That's what I always <laughs> I just always felt that I always felt like mall culture was like all the all of us were just those idiots who just kept showing back up like another Happy Meal. There is definitely a vibe sometimes at the mall where everyone thinks that the light turned green at the same time and they can just <laughs> run into each other for sure. Can't I mean, take that's it. why, like, we talk about all the time. It's like, if you want to go to the mall, you better have a weekday off where you can go when no one's there. It's like the yes. weekends really can be uh, so insane. Yeah. So we would go, I was, we would go buy concert tickets before. I'm from Texas where you can buy bootleg tickets. I think it was not illegal. Um, so that was where they'd pay people to stand in line and buy all the front row tickets mm-hmm. early, mm-hmm. unless you were some shithead teenager whose parents <laughs> would drop you off at the mall. Because for some <laughs> reason, that's where Ticketmaster was. I can't explain it, but that Dillard's customer service place I mentioned earlier. Yeah. So you'd go to the mall, which was not open, and you'd go at like, I don't know, 7 or 8 a.m., and then you'd line up outside the little Dillard's, and they still have the little gate down, and you just stand in this weird empty mall. <laughs> Well, nobody was there except senior citizens who walk the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a culture I never even knew about. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was it was something very thought, like peaceful at, at a time where the mall normally gives me major anxiety. Yeah. Being being at a place that's normally very busy when no one's around mm-hmm. is is weirdly peaceful. Yeah. If you go um, on a weekend, you you better be ready for some 
child to grab your hand because they think you're their mom. <laughs> you better be emotionally prepared for that. And then you both just kind of look at each other in shock and then they run away. <laughs> I, had, I had a theater teacher, surprise, surprise, who we shared similar uh, anxieties about them all. Um, and she said, and I loved this. This was in the nineties before Michael Jackson was like officially a pedophile. But, uh, she said, she's a mom. She was like, when I go to the mall, I keep my sunglasses on and I act like I am Michael Jackson. She goes, I'm the most famous person in the world. And that's why everybody wants to look at me. And I was like, that is insane, but that could work. (laughs) That could totally work. You know, I'm not so asinine that I can keep sunglasses on indoors and not feel like a total chump, but it does work if you're like, I am Meghan Markle. <laughs> I have to, I often wear my sunglasses inside because I have prescription sunglasses yes. and I'll have not brought my regular glasses and I'll be like, I can either not feel weird and take them off and feel like no one's looking at me for being like, why is she wearing her sunglasses inside? <laughs> or I can take them off and just not be able to see inside Marshall's. And, then and feel I don't weird know. <laughs> bumping into stuff like Mr. Well, Magoo. <laughs> I will say I am, I am, I am needing, I'm at the point where if I go to a museum, I can't read the fucking plaque next to the art piece, you know, without like this shit leaning in close. So I, I do need glasses and I'm so vain that I, until I find the, exact appropriate pair i'll just go blind however i am way more certain to just jump ahead to prescription sunglasses and that's my 24 hour like (laughs) yeah fuck you guys this is it like i am smoking cigarettes indoors and i can't see shit and you guys cannot see where my eyes are looking like i'm so so does he gamble what does he do Um, when you would go shopping after after the food court with your dollar, did you ever get anything <laughs> exciting? With your dollar. With your dollar. <laughs> um, okay, so, I mean, it was limited, right? If you wanted something, you had to beg, <laughs> unless you had money saved up in the bank. So my go-to as a kid kid was, um, I would go to Walden Books. There were two bookstores. We had a B. Dalton, which was inferior. Um, and I would go to Walden Books and buy a comic of some kind, like a comic book. I wasn't a collector, but it was like an attempt to be a real boy. Like they had <laughs> sure. Roger Rabbit cartoon, like comics, mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. Now I wouldn't get Disney shit, but I would get like cartoonishy stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. not like superhero stuff. Um, I, I would do that. I remember when Madonna's sex book came out <laughs> because I would go to the TV movie section Right. Like they had yeah. a, they had a Save by the Bell book. And I remember I would just look at this picture of Lark Voorhees and think she's so beautiful. Right. And she had her h- hands on her hip like this, like this. Uh, crisscrossed <laughs> okay, on one hip. Right? Hands. Both hands yeah. crisscrossed. Laced uh, together on interlaced one hip. Interlaced on the same hip bone, which is not normal. <laughs> but I would just <laughs> I would just stare at that photo. Um, and I remember when Madonna's sex book came out, it was on like the top shelf and yeah. it was wrapped in plastic. So you couldn't thumb through it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I 100%, I would start off at the Teen Bop uh, magazines because I was yeah. obsessed with Paul Abdul. Um, <laughs> and she was she was at her height kind of in these mall times. So yeah. if she was on the cover, I would have to buck it up and ask for another dollar and, and spring for that to donate to my wall collage. And if that was nothing, <laughs> I would go thumb through some books that I could never afford because it would take half a year. 
just yeah. save up. But you can read a little bit every time you go and kind of like... Yeah, get, yeah. The, get the gist of the story. Yeah. <laughs> but never fiction and never anything educational or anything to actually expand my mind. It was always some form of like poorly chosen pop culture. Just like, Paula, I love you. I You're mean, better I had, than yeah. any fictional story. Yeah, but I mean, I also, I had Mariah Carey and Janet to choose from and it just shows my idiocy is that I went for the, the probably the least organic out of all of those. I <laughs> I like it. I like that you gravitated towards Paula Abdul instead of her. the loved ones her. who are talented, still incredibly <laughs> famous. <laughs> hey, what about the music video where she dances with a cartoon cat? That's My talent. Favorite, her revisionist history <laughs> is that she like invented that concept of. <laughs> She, yeah, those were the days, though. Those were the days. That was also kind of the end, uh, and I could be wrong, but the end of where, like, because she was in her late 20s, you know, she was a a young ish woman, but she looked like she was 40. You know, they doll you up and make you Mm -hmm. look like an an adult, I guess. But, like, Janet, too, Mariah, too. Like, look at old Mariah photos. I mean, she has a baby face, but they pushed her tits up like she was a mom, like a mil, like a divorcee. Uh, so yeah i would do that and then honestly if i couldn't in the same vein of the musical interest i would buy a single because those were three dollars and 49 cents okay okay so do you remember any specific singles oh sure uh anything from paul abdul's spellbound um (laughs) i definitely had janet jackson's um again do you know that song i think it's from poetic justice oh i don't know it's a pretty song um it's a it's a ballad and i think the other side had like the instrumental which was the real reason i wanted that it was so i could <laughs> sing along without you could sing along. fucking yes. janet interfering yes. um and of course janet, you're throwing me off I did, yeah, with all that like perfect pitch um but the age old like classic story is i bought sir mix baby got back Casinkle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was on a trip that was not a Sunday trip that was on a like a weird weekday or Saturday trip um, <laughs> okay. and so my mom another mom picked us up and that was a hit song right and the only thing you could do in those days pre-internet was stand by the radio and push record if you <laughs> wanted a, your own copy and then or go to the store and so we I bought it with my own hard-earned money and we were so excited that one of us had a copy of it. You know, we could all duplicate it that we popped it in the, on the player on the way home. And my, the mom that picked us up heard the lyrics and like, we couldn't, we were, we were somewhat sheltered, right? We couldn't watch our movies. There was a lot of monitoring of what we viewed and listened to. And, um, somehow this one had sneaked through. So my friend's mom thought that was hilarious. So she brought it in and was like, play your new tape for your mom, Daniel. And popped it in. And to my poor mother's like virginal ears, she heard a like sexually aggressive song. So right then and there, she put me in the car and we went back to the fucking music land where she <gasps> bitched out a teenage cashier that I can't believe you would sell a song like this to a 10 year old. Well, I oh sat there. Oh my God. Mortified. No. And the kid, of course, didn't give a shit about this old right? woman screaming at him. And, you know, to me at that age, older people are scary. Like a teenager is. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to kick my yeah. ass. Um, so you better believe I didn't show my face at Musicland for oh, a few Sundays. Man, but, that's yeah. also... And now we tell my mom, guess what's a classic? Guess what people know the words to <laughs> without even knowing? You guess know? what children know because 
Donkey yeah. sings it to his dragon girlfriend. Guess what's iconic? At the end <laughs> of Shrek. And I yeah. thought that it was a Shrek original for too many years. And like actually, I thought all of the songs from the Shrek soundtrack were written for <laughs> Shrek, including Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's hilarious. God. I just found out. So Trixie Mattel does a song called Video Games, which I think is stunning. I just found out today because I'm a dingling. It's a fucking Lana Del Rey song. <laughs> yeah. I would no. say what catapulted her to. I, I seriously was giving Trixie all this mental credit for writing a gorgeous ballad. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the Lana version this morning. I was like, motherfucker. Nothing, <laughs> nothing's real. Nothing. It's all an illusion, mm-hmm. man. Um, you said also, so you, less frequently maybe, but you would go to the Dallas Galleria too? Mm. Well, that was because we lived in Fort, like the suburbs on the Fort Worth side. So a Dallas trip was just a day trip anyway. Yeah. Um, and so, and sort of also, my grandparents lived over there. So maybe on the way or on the way back or, you know, into that. So there was a shopping place called the West End, which was kind of a mall. It was like a four story brick building that was kind of funkier and, and weirder. So we go there, but the Galleria was older. I think it, it definitely was older, but I think it was from like the 50s or 60s. And like, I don't know, five or six stories with kind of staircase, like, yeah, there's like see-through stairs, not see-through, but you know where they're divided. Each Mm -hmm. stair is like a plank. Um, That's kind of risky to have um, in a mall where people are there with their babies and stuff. Well, because I was, to me, stairs equaled royalty. Like stairs was a castle, right? If you had stairs in your house, you were rich and it was a mansion. Uh, And so this place was like mansion, man, like to me it was a more i didn't care about shopping i was i was i don't like clothes i don't care my mom always took me to buy bugle boy i hated it uh and but this place had like an ice skating rink and i think Mm. i could be wrong but maybe multiple food courts and stuff it was just a different different league um and the stores were a little more high-end and for some reason i thought i had to behave myself there (laughs) you know But that yeah, was more I, like at Christmas when you had to do big shopping uh-huh. and shit like that. We would go there and it was with Dallas people who seemed a little more put together. So it felt like more <laughs> yeah. of like an event. Correct. But we I don't th- ever think we went ice skating. And then the weirdest thing about it, about the building itself is I think there's an apartment complex or some lo- uh, condos associated with the building. So up top, this, the, the ceiling is glass and windows, which is extra castle and extra mm-hmm, rich mm-hmm. people-y. And there's, a, there's like a jogging perimeter up there oh so, wow so Weird. you would see these people <laughs> jogging and i'd be like that's who owns this or like that's whose <laughs> house we're in um, those are the kings and yeah. queens well, of my, the my galleria si- my sister was like a real teenager and so when new when the new school year came up there was like new school shopping and all that shit that goes down and so it, that's when we would go to the galleria because she oh, needed sure she needed Meritif Wash Roger Bow and like <laughs> literally we'd be at what is it? Abercrombie and Fitch. I think it's that store. And mm-hmm. my mother hands down every time would be like, Y'all turn the music down. It is too loud. <laughs> she would tell these ripped teenagers who don't give a fuck to turn down whatever that Len song is. That <laughs> I know you guys are mandated as a chain store to do this. Yes. Can you turn it down? <laughs> but what is that song? Uh, what is it? It's the only song they ever sing. Len, do you know L E N? I don't know if I do. L E T E R that week. Oh. 
<laughs> I hate that song. Yeah, Whatever so it is, I know it's not for me. If you steal my sunshine, that awful oh, song. Oh yes, I do know that song. Well, they play okay. that twenty four hours a day at Abercrombie. <laughs> Even mom, after they closed, it was just still eerily playing. <laughs> if I haunt anybody after I die, I hope it's that way. <laughs> I know it's up to me. <laughs> In the breeze. So at this point, like when you were a kid, did you not have that anxiety yet of like people looking at you? Um, so when we were kids and we'd go to the mall and then it was like clockwork, eat and then go to whatever everybody's Mm -hmm. thing was. Right. And so like my sister was, she'd be at five, seven, nine or like Claire's. And then later, like at the county seat, which is the stupidest name for a clothing store, but like places like that. <laughs> and then I would go to like, I say the bookstore. Sometimes I would go to Gadzooks, which was a precursor mm-hmm. to Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Less it goth. seems cooler than, well, cooler than what Hot Topic has turned more, into. More urban. You know that season of the Cosby show where they're dancing in front of the graffiti? It's like season oh, eight. Was, okay. <laughs> That's what Gadzooks was like. Okay, that was the vibe. Totally. Okay. Um, so, but yes, okay, so, like, that would be, like, my life would be, like, I go there, and I kind of had a circuit. Mm-hmm. And, and then sometimes you cross paths with your sister, but then, you know, sometimes you wouldn't always say hi. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but the anxiety came, no, anxiety was, like, normal kid stuff. I was, I was the littlest out of our friend group, so anybody older than me just intimidated me. Like, one time, there were two music stores. One was called Camelot Music, and one time... I don't know if you ladies are old enough to remember, but a cassette tape would still come in this huge plastic, like, lock thing, right? Yeah. That was this way. It was 12 inches long, even though the cassette thing, it was like the store thing, so you couldn't steal. Mm-hmm. Um, CDs similarly came in, like, a big box, which was not environmentally sound. Anyway, so I remember having a cassette in my hand and being like, wow. And then I, and there were two teenage boys right nearby. And this has never happened to me in my life. But as I'm just turning, right, a little 45 degree turn, uh, I face planted. I couldn't tell you how, which way my shoes were crossed. But I went from this to just gone. Gone, 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 gone. And that's the first time I heard, did you have a nice trip? See you next fall, kind of shit like that. Oh, no. And so then, and then another classic. time, class, and I deserved it, right? Like, there's nothing funnier than people falling. Like, I laugh <laughs> when old it's people fall. It's a classic fall. for a reason. Brilliant. You know? There's literally something on YouTube, like a, 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 a montage. I think it's just called Old Women Falling. Cracks me up every time. Oh, Jesus. Um, and then, I, I cannot handle that. Like, I like, hysterical. I'm like too sensitive to even watch America's Funniest Home Videos. I'm like, this is sad. I can't watch like <laughs> skating. Like BMX, like those kind of oh, crashes yeah. and falls. Like, uh, who's the uh, Scarred was a show that where they yeah, did that, or yeah. even like, um, shit. What's the fucking Knoxville? What's his stupid show? Oh, Jackass. Yeah, like some some of the Jackass stuff. I'm like, ugh. But I can watch old women <laughs> fall down a flight of stairs all day. Uh, but, you know, we're all unique. We have different senses <laughs> different of humor. <laughs> I remember one time being at the mall and like I had a cool sweater on, whatever I thought it was. I just felt hip, hipper than normal. And this kid with an earring, uh, which was uh, not a gay thing to me at all. But this kid pushed me right here, pushed me on my shoulders. Um, and he goes, what are you, some kind of prep? And walked away from me, right? That scared the fucking daylight out of me, right? Yeah. I had, like, any kind of aggression period was just too much for me, let alone a little physical altercation and a name calling. Mm. Um, 
So then I just didn't feel safe. I always thought like some boy was going to beat me up. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird that that was, maybe it still is, I don't know, but that was ever a thing. And also like in media and stuff too, like how like the bully would like bully younger kids when it's mm-hmm. like that's the most pathetic thing i've ever heard like bullying a child is the biggest loser move i've ever heard in my life right and for me yeah. i'm just like not younger people are in any respect just aren't really on my radar because i'm like they don't yeah. give a shit about me i'm old and scary so <laughs> yeah you're right the inverse of that like mentality of being like who's who's looking to kick some poor child's ass um yeah it's but so when you're weird. a little sissy i was a very effeminate surprise surprise little kid you know what i mean there was like it's hilarious that it didn't even come out to anybody uh but so those kind of those were already happening in my life outside of mall like school church mm-hmm. kids were bully were bullying me calling me you know names and shit like that so the mall was just a, 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 a weirder tangent where I felt way less secure because there was mm-hmm. no personal responsibility. Right. What am I going to yeah. go running back to my parents in the food court? They did not give a shit. You know. Right. They, yeah. they were also on a break. Yeah. They're busy <laughs> drinking their milkshakes. They did. They did. They had their own routines. <laughs> um, so Dallas Gallery. And then you also said you went to Mall of America a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, we had friends that lived in Dallas, Fort Worth, and then their dad was a Lutheran pastor. So like all good Lutheran pastors, they moved to Minnesota. Um, <laughs> and so our parents worked, my parents worked for the airlines. So we were lucky. We were not rich people, but we could fly places, oh, um, okay. especially as kids, right? As kids, it literally would cost us like 12 bucks. You pay the tax or whatever. Um, not anymore. That goes away. But we were fortunate right. kids that, I mean, we would still like we would go to New York, right? Like one time we went to New York, but we still stayed at a shitty hotel outside the city and had McDonald's for breakfast, right? We were not right. fancy people, but we would go to Minnesota and stay with their family. They were a great family. And what do you do with a bunch of kids in fucking Minneapolis, St. Paul? The other thing is they were all athletes. This oh. They had three kids in the family and the parents and any sport was their sport, all of them, right? And I... Like, I, you know me, like, I can't, like, clap without looking like a fucking <laughs> effeminate, you know what I mean? Like, I cannot, there's there's a lot of giveaways. So they were kind of, their hands were tied with what to do when I would come and visit, because nobody wanted to lip sync to Whitney Houston's Bodyguard soundtrack. <laughs> so yeah, we went to the mall, and we would divide up boys and girls, which was still weird for me, because I wanted to go to kind of the faggier stores, I guess, and not like this, you know, Foot Locker. Right, <laughs> which is soccer like, ball <laughs> emporium. Yeah, we only saw soccer balls. <laughs> right, and it was also we were at that point we were teenager. We were thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and we were f- good friends, but developing in different worlds, mm-hmm. right? And so even that age was just kind of a strange time to be like, I guess, cruising. Uh, but the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, ever almost was at the mall of america (laughs) like i say nice lutheran family we parked the suburban up at the top level of the parking garage right older sister was my sister's age and then the two boys one was my age and then one was younger so i was always with the two boys and athletes and so we (laughs) were eating our little lunch so we could stock up before we went into the mall and it was a banana and so we're hanging out and because we're leaning over the edge of the parking garage and there's a person on the ground floor level 
outside. And so the kid, one of the boys, finishes his banana, has the peel, and he throws it over the edge and goes, heads up. And the person goes, what? And the banana peel absolutely landed on their fucking face. And to an 11-year-old boy, that was the funniest fucking that's the thing height. yeah ever. you're like like wow. they went, huh? you're like i thought i Bam. knew all the ways that banana peels could be funny and it turns out i did and then of course we thought we were in so much trouble so we ran for our lives it was the greatest oh my god the greatest <laughs> that is such like a that age thing is to like have something kind of like kind of crazy but not that crazy happen right. and then you run away screaming like it's like the craziest thing in the world we were kings How fucking pissed would you be though if you were that if person that happened to me, i would but i'd be embarrassed i'd be like that's i somehow i would just blame myself i feel like i'd be like why did i look up my i'm an escalator anyway which is irresponsible but uh my mode as the adult if there's like kids involved is like i can scare the shit out of them i'm an adult like let's scare these fucking kids <laughs> Uh, which was funny that was more of a thrill because they have like a theme park in the mall of america mm-hmm. which is dumb also uh but we went on the <laughs> roller coaster and we're like this is so shitty it goes so so <laughs> slow like you can't even pretend to be like ah like because then you look down yeah i mean i've so i don't know what it was like then i've been to the mall of america amusement park in the last couple of years okay and every Every one of the rides costs additional money. Yes. So you're like, I don't want to, like, if this was free, maybe, but I'm not paying 10 additional dollars to go yeah, on this roller coaster. Like, I don't know if I'd pay $10 to go on a good roller coaster. We yeah. had, so we were kids, right? But we were teenagers. And so my, um, the parent we were staying, we had a little allowance that our family gave to us, right? For our trip. But then I think the, the mom would give us a little cash to spend at the mall. And I remember I bought, you know, when it's like a big thing of like, but it looks like a pencil drawing, a portrait drawing of somebody. I spent $15, but then there was some change. So I had to borrow some cash from my buddy of like a huge, I don't know, whatever that measure, measurement is, uh, like a portrait of Lucille Ball. <laughs> and it was like rolled up and I wanted to make sure it got back to Texas safely and not crinkled and stuff right but when he's also like also 12 or 13 and like into girls <laughs> mm. I'm like can I borrow 46 cents I didn't know there was going to be tax on my Lucille Ball portrait <laughs> that was the beginning of like I think we're different <laughs> I mean that sounds like a like a score to me. Uh, Personally, a portrait. I, love, I mean, I was like, you can't imagine my poor parents when they're like, "What'd you do in Minnesota?" I was like, "This." <laughs> Couldn't wait. I came home with a decoration from a diner. Um, I thought that maybe we could put it up in the house. <laughs> I I have to assume this was at a kiosk, right? Oh, 100% kiosk yeah. purchase. <laughs> Kiosky 100%. thing I've ever heard is huge <laughs> pencil drawing portraits of uh, like of course they had a Marilyn Monroe one. Sure, mm-hmm. didn't want that of though. I needed they had the an Audrey Hepburn one. Mm-hmm. Of course they had like a James Dean like. And it would I probably would have gotten and their their parents the Lutheran pastor they were all nothing but nice right very nice support like Lord knows what they thought of me actually but they were nice people and I remember. Like, cause one day we got home from the mall and it was the day who's a, who's a famous Cubs player. 
<laughs> we are the wrong people. Uh, hey, me too. So I got home and I, okay, I, I'm not even going to name somebody, but let's just pretend Marge Simpson is like a famous Cubs player. And <laughs> like I, when we got home from the mall, it was me, my friend and his little brother and their father. They were huge. The whole family was major sports Cubs fans. And when I got home, the dad greeted us at the door with this serious look on his face. And he was like, Marge Simpson announced her retirement. And the two boys like started crying. And oh my gosh. I had to pretend like I knew what the fuck that meant at all. <laughs> so I remember having to be super butch and be like, man, oh. that's going to change everything. And it's like, no, not at all. But I want to say that was probably the same trip where I was like, but my Lucille Ball poster. <laughs> That'll change. That'll make things better. Do you guys feel better when you look at this? I do. I sure as shit do. You know, when I got to Texas, I like framed it because we weren't putting like thumbtacks in that. No, at no, all. no, mm-hmm. no. That mm-hmm. had to be like plastic framed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I just love, love. Would you? Would you guys feel better about all this if maybe you took me to like? The, the box brothers so I could get a <laughs> tube to put this in so it would be safe would that make you feel better about what's going on with you guys I'm not sure once I know this is safe I'll feel safe then I can help you guys with your issues but I'm also dealing with this right now so I, this is it was a, I did like like I say they were kind of second family-ish to us they were they were very nice people but I also it was one of those weird teenage trips where because they knew us as kids and then 13, 14 was where things just mm-hmm. you know all changed and we were both me and my friend were kind of on the same level as like we're cool kids we're older and i remember we rented clerks and i had never seen clerks but at the time clerks was very new hence it was like a new release on vhs um (laughs) and uh my friends in texas were all these cool teenage kids and like that was it that was the indie the language the cults was like uh um basically that i'm trying i'm blanking on what the fuck what is scott thompson's fucking famous like bruce uh it was like kids in the hall and 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 um like clerks was it those were the and kids maybe the movie and so i'd never seen it i bring i'm like let's rent clerks i'm a cool kid we rent it and right at the beginning (laughs) right the first 10 minutes where they're talking about how many dicks the girl's boyfriend the boyfriend's girlfriend is sucked or whatever snowballing mm-hmm. i think where she spits it back as well that's when the, <laughs> the lutheran pastor father came in the room with a big old bowl of popcorn it's like what movie did you get kids and he goes <gasps> my girlfriend sucked 38 dicks and they he turned it off and looked straight at me and was like this was your choice it's like oh <laughs> i would have I also know. rented a lucille ball movie but y'all would have thought i was gay <laughs> What do you want from me? I can't win. (laughs) Very funny. I think Mm -hmm. that that might be a perfect transition into (laughs) talking about the store. Talking about this week's store. Unless you have any other thoughts. Me? Unless, like, any (laughs) crucial mall stories that we... Oh, my gosh. No. We don't want to cut off. Okay. I don't think so. Okay, let's get into it. Too many to tell. One day a kid (laughs) fell in the fountain, and I missed it. I wasn't there. (laughs) Oh, no. I know. My parents... He had his food tray and was looking for a table to sit at and walked (laughs) headlong. I know. And I missed it. I'm so mad. Humiliating. Oh, my God. In in the fountain and also to not... uh, Now your lunch is soaked Soaked. in fountain water. That's so embarrassing. (laughs) That's such like a (laughs) villain origin story. (laughs) Um. And that man man is 
Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay, let's yeah, talk about... Yeah, today is Suncoast Motion Picture Company. Did y'all, did y'all, are y'all familiar with that store? I was not familiar until you mentioned it. Okay. It's, I don't even know if it exists anymore. There's apparently like, there's a few left, but it's like four or five Mm. and the rest are all gone. I mean, it's basically a video store. If anybody even uses that phrase. Yeah. Yeah. And then it seemed Uh, like later on they had music. Yeah, I think so. Cause so we, it wasn't at North hills mall that store did not exist and so when we were going to either north east mall or town east mall which is different (laughs) that was in dallas my grandmother worked there she worked at the mac counter uh town east mall i know like that the back of my hand i should have talked about that too it had this big purple it still does has this big purple weird thing on the roof that I think looks exactly like the crystal from the dark crystal. So when I was a kid, I was like, there it is. Um, and so Suncoast was also at that store. And if I had that choice, I wouldn't go anywhere else. For some reason, I was just obsessed with that, with going there. The yeah. sign like, looks like the like yes. front of all the stores is so cool. Yes. It's like very neon-y, like... Thin red line. It's like a like a movie theater sign or something. Like it's very like the same look. If I recall, it was like Suncoast is big in red neon line letters, and then I think even underneath it, where it says Motion Picture Company, is in the same red. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah it looks both movie theater marquee, and it looks sort of like you know cool sleek dirt bag la nightclub in the 80s <laughs> well, it was a dark store everything was black the walls were black the yeah. floor was kind of which black like sparkle. i'm looking at this picture of it where you can see like the other boring stores on each side of it <laughs> and it, yeah. looks, it looks very fun like in the middle of those two stores did you ever have you ever been to like a hallmark store in the mall Mm-hmm. It's 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 the most boring place ever. It is. There, there used to be a Hallmark store in Burbank Town Center. I don't know if they still have it. It is impossibly like, dull. It's fascinating. Yeah. Like Hallmark stores in a strip mall may be kind of cute, right? But mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about when you plug it into a mall. Like why, <laughs> why, 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 why? Um, and they're usually nestled right next to something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and what was always funny, my friend always said this, I never felt this, but my friend was always like, I think it's common, like Barnes and Noble usually makes people have to shit. I think that's common. Or people are like, oh no, now I, like once they're browsing, like, oh fuck, I have to take a dump. Um, you know what? I saw an article on Twitter about that the other day. It's a thing. Where it's scientists not- oh, wow. like studied it and they yeah. were like, they gave it a name, like why people have oh, to really? shit in bookstores. It's. I think it. You, oh my you're, god! You're put at a level of relaxation. Anyway, I never. I never had that either. But my, for my friend, uh, Suncoast was her. Oh shit! I have to take a dump store. Um, but so pre-internet, you your access to stuff to media was really limited. And if you yeah. like, I was an old queen, so I would read about old Hollywood stuff. Right. So if you wanted to see a movie from the thirties, maybe that was on VHS. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was kind of also in a horror movie. So there's a hilarious horror movie parody called student bodies, um, which is hilarious. It's like the, it's what are the, what's are they scream? What are the movies now that they parody them? 
scary uh, movie. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. It, it's 20 years, 30 years before that and way funnier and weirder. Um, and so like I drove 45 minutes out of my way to get a VHS copy of that like yeah. 25 years ago and paid because I didn't return it, of course. So they charged me $150 for VHS, right? So, but you couldn't find it. Now it's on the fucking internet for free. So right. Suncoast was a place where you could find rarer movies that like blockbuster didn't mm-hmm. have particularly older stuff because they were you couldn't rent stuff from suncoast right that's correct but if you were me you could return them because you were a child and like <laughs> <laughs> maybe you didn't know what you were buying but the other thing they which weren't I, calling it renting but that's what you <laughs> right yeah because <laughs> i was dumb but what i also loved and loathed about it was that they had any pre I am trying to remove the word fag from my vocabulary because it is a violent word, but any fucking pre faggot kid that might've put like uh, the theater masks in his bedroom or like had one of those faux Oscar statues that says best (laughs) Oscar with no name. Um, You know, the store was festooned with such film, a graphic like Uh decor, um, which I I didn't like and I knew I didn't like it because it 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 outed me. I didn't know mm. it outed me, but it, I knew it put me in that kind of sissy category. Um I just found a picture, came across a picture in a Suncoast motion picture um that is Kathy Griffin next to a big <laughs> sign on like an easel that says Come meet Kathy Griffin, November 30th, 2004. Kathy will be signing copies of her brand new DVD, allegedly. Uh. And she's wearing like boot cut jeans, pointed toe boots, this insane leather jacket that has like this embroidered design on the sleeves. Her hair is kind of mullet-ish. Yes. There's something on all levels, there's something unforgivable about about the fashion in all media, <laughs> but the fashion of the 2000s, one through five. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really, really the double, bad. The double denim Justin and Britney era. Is, or is that yeah, in the 90s? Very, very like low, I think that like, was the 2000s. very low jeans yeah. and the very high shirts, or, just like a very long torso. Early Paris yeah. Hilton. Yeah, when Paris Hilton would show her midriff and be like, that's half your body. It's not Tara Reid. Yeah, like, like it yeah. gave everyone really Tara bizarre Reed. proportions. <laughs> I remember like a magazine cover of Tara Reid where her where it was like her whole torso and I was just like, pull your pants Is this okay? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, um, so my era of Suncoast was because the Adams Family movie, the first one uh-huh. and the second one, but the first one changed my life. And so did the movie The Dark Crystal. And the, they changed my life at different times, but they were they both had the same huge impact on me. How did and, the Adams Family change your life? I just watched both of them this week. Oh, oh good. Did you like the second oh, one? Oh, yeah, way this funnier. is I've, this is for like the, you know, millionth time. I so, love okay, them, but um, I, the second one is yeah. Look at this one on my face. That makes me so happy. I I collect Charles Adams cartoons. He was the cartoonist that drew the Adams family, but they weren't named that and they didn't have the family names. That was something the TV people did later in the 60s. So he just Hmm. drew them occasionally for the New Yorker and in in and amongst a bunch of other series that he did. So that wasn't the only thing he drew. Um, Vampira credits seeing his cartoon-ish Morticia character as inspiring her look for a Halloween party that she was discovered 
for at a Halloween party in oh. Hollywood. And that is what Elvira says mm-hmm. she borrowed off of as a vampire. So all roads go back to the Adams family and go back to Charles Adams. If you look at the second Adams family movie, more so than the first, it happens in the first, but the second one a whole lot more. Uh, they base almost all of it off of the cartoons. So the wallpaper, the beds, the stairs, like the, ha- mm. you know, not just the decor, but the jokes and stuff are all based off of single like image cartoons from 80 years ago. So I love the second one, not only because Joan Cusack is fucking hilarious. Yeah, she's the best in it. Malibu yeah. Barbie <laughs> is the fucking best. So in all of that, the the I was already obsessed with the Addams Family. The TV show changed my life because I just wanted to be Morticia. But mm. truly, I wanted to be Thing. I wanted to be the hand in the <laughs> box, not the free, not the free running one in the movie. But I wanted to be the the weird arm that came out of nowhere. Like I, I wanted. If that was a career, I would have done it. I would. It I cut the be. lid off of shoe boxes and would tape it down so I could open it up. And my, but my parents wouldn't play along. I'd be like, ask for stuff. <laughs> I'd like sit there, ask for the remote. And, and so, of course, when Angelica Houston was Morticia, that just was fucking light years into the next, you know, next dimension. So I needed the poster. I needed mm-hmm. the the cassette soundtrack. I needed all the stuff. Um, yeah. And Suncoast was the only place you could find, like, movie soundtracks. Oh, okay. Where did you so- watch the... Is that where you also got, like, did they have VHSs of the TV show? When I was so- a teenager, I also liked watching the TV show, but I bought it off of iTunes. <laughs> Yeah. So what's interesting, and I got into an argument with somebody about this because they were like, The Monsters is a better TV show. And because I'm territorial, I was like, No, it isn't, but it actually is, unfortunately. It's funnier. The original, like, The Addams Family isn't very funny. It's not. But I think that The Monsters, I I feel very strongly about that The Monsters is due for a reboot. They, because they never got one. No. Uh, And I think that it would be a really, I think it could be a really fun reboot. And I will say this in their defense as iconic as The Addams Family theme song is uh the like second season of the monster theme the more rock and roll version is is a fucking great song just <laughs> pluck it out of nowhere and put it on a playlist like it's such a good song um but the wait what was it why did i even stop talking about the fucking um, that oh yeah Suncoast is where you... So you you could get this is what people also don't understand is you didn't get a whole series on VHS that did not exist. So if your mm-hmm, fucking favorite yeah. TV show was the twilight zone, home improvement, the Simpsons, you only got like the Simpsons had a Christmas anthology. That's mm. it. And their Christmas episodes <laughs> suck. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Halloween stuff didn't get like produced until later. So if I wanted something that Adam's family or I love Lucy it would be two episodes that you'd have to beg your parents to pay oh, $20 man. for. right? <laughs> Yeah. And one of the things I returned was a documentary on Charles Adams that had zero, it, all it was was like clips of the TV show and then like, <laughs> like photographs of his cartoons that I already had. They would like zoom in on the photo. Correct. Yeah. So that was something I had to ask my dad to drive me to the mall to return. And then we had to sit there and watch the bullshit 16 year old cashier be like, we don't take video returns. And my dad being like, 
he's an idiot. He didn't. <laughs> You're like, I, re- I rewound it. Um. Which honestly was the code breaker. If I hadn't even gone to that trouble, it would have been, no, we won't even take it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that would be, that would be an extra level of like. Disregard. This, disrespect. Yeah, I fully watched the whole yeah. thing and you can see the physical evidence that I watched it. <laughs> I was, I, I'm still on the hunt a little less. So I think you can find it online, but forever I was on the hunt for the, just the soundtrack to the dark crystal. Um, mm-hmm. on cassette because it was either that or or on record because <laughs> CDs yeah. didn't really exist then they did but it, I, you had to pay 50 bucks so that's what honestly I would go to start because I didn't understand the world I didn't know that there were release dates and studios put out things <laughs> and that there's a process and the whole the <laughs> yeah. way the world works yes. so I just thought every time I went to Suncoast I'll just look and maybe today's the day that, that someone didn't <laughs> buy the Dark Crystal soundtrack before I got there yeah <laughs> I I relate to that so much like that's how because I was during that era where you would just buy like TV episodes on iTunes because it was Mm -hmm. before like streaming services right and there were a few shows that I got really really into and then I was like (laughs) oh there's only six episodes of Misguided starring Judy Greer and every day I would look to see if the new episode was on right. there or the return of Jezebel James right. and I would just be like is the new one up not understanding for years that it's like it got cancelled there are no more episodes it was a bad show that everyone hated and it got cancelled and I was so, just like I also- when's episode 7 coming out when the new or the second Adam's Family movie came out, my obsession was already in full swing, right? I won uh, the the Fort Worth Star Telegram. The newspaper had an Adam's Family trivia contest that you had to write in and send your answers by mail. And I won. <gasps> Probably because I'm the only dumb son of a bitch who entered. But like, I have a snow globe I can show it to you. I still have it. I won a bunch of shit. Anyway. Uh, but by that point, I was so nuts for the new movie and everything like that. And just because I needed more Angelica Houston in my life uh, that I started calling Suncoast after school to see <laughs> if the soundtrack had come in. Yeah, because you would always get that first, right? You would never get if it was released on video. That was a year away. And so I would call every day. Which is insane. That's fucking nuts. What's the thing if you don't change, if you're repeating the same behavior every day without change? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, people who work there, Lord knows what they thought. And then when I finally secured the soundtrack, well, then my next thing was, do y'all have the Adam's Family on tape yet? On VHS? And they're like, no. But again, the movie studio already has a plan. Six months later, you know, it's on a calendar. But I feel like I was the same when I was younger. Like, I feel like I didn't, I just thought I was discovering things. I didn't know that like new things were coming out and that I like, like, I feel like even bands I liked or something, I didn't realize like, oh, they have a new album coming out. Right. I just like well, would find the one I liked and that was it. And to your, the, you're looking every day for the new episode. So in my day, like, cause I was obsessed with the Simpsons also, you had to race home to get to whatever after school activity. And, you know, I had, tons of VHSs that you record from television because you yeah. want them at your own disposal because there's no other way you're going to get The Simpsons 24 hours a day. Yep. And yeah. you certainly don't want commercial breaks and all that mess, oh, no. right? So you have to watch <laughs> it live and like do all that. And honestly, I feel like that is the whole like, you got to do a little work to get the pleasure out of it, which is like, you know, I don't want to buy the whole car, but <laughs> I wanna, yeah. you know, you got to enjoy it a little bit. 
And I, yeah. you know, the futility of it all of like, maybe you did watch an entire broadcast and fuck, I wasn't recording like that, yes. all of it. So places like Suncoast, you're like, oh God, I can finally get a copy of this without commercial breaks or the of the ribbon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it felt official. I yeah. found this thing where it was like, um, sort of what they did is that I guess they were kind of one of the first like video stores because mm-hmm. this thing says that um, at the time everyone from grocery stores to U-Haul had experimented with renting videos mm-hmm. but no one had quite figured out how to sell them primarily because VHS tapes were still insanely expensive usually yes. going for around 80 to to $100 a pop but when Paramount <laughs> released Raiders of the Lost Ark for just thirty nine ninety five. In 1983, generating thousands of pre-orders, it proved there was a sell-through market for VHS that was only semi-ridiculously expensive. So this is a deep dive, but I'm going to go real fast. Uh, (laughs) Lucille Ball had a 1980s television show on, I think, a... NBC or ABC, I forget, but was canceled. The woman had never been canceled. The woman invented television, and then they canceled her. And it was produced by Aaron Spelling and had all this stuff going for it. Anyway, uh, it's credited for, like, kind of adding to her depression that kind of they think, like, Gilder and all this kind of stuff. Fascinating, right? So you can look online. First of all, credited in an old documentary is people talking about the rap party for the canceled television show about her just kind of... It was at a house somewhere in Hollywood, someone else's house, uh, and how she just kind of moved from room to room. There was no furniture, and how she just seemed depressed and it seemed like the end of her career right so there's a lot going on well there's vhs someone had a camcorder at that party and you can watch (laughs) about 30 ish minutes of it's so weird shot a is playing on the radio in the background and like jenny lewis is there because jenny lewis was on the show so like five-year-old jenny lewis is running around and ancient 1986 lucille ball is there and one of her co-stars on the on the failed TV show was her longtime co-star Gail Gordon, who was from the fucking radio days, right? He's ancient too. And to show, right, the most famous woman in the world at the time, uh, and uh, Hollywood, Hollywood royalty at the time, uh, and to show her thanks for working with Gail Gordon for decades. The 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 ultimate thing that they can give him as a gift is a VCR. <laughs> and you see this man being like oh, for me like, it's this big ass box it looks like a Porsche is being delivered in a box and it's a big ass deal because you know that shit costs $800 in oh, 1986 yeah. so you're right in that Suncoast was like a place where you could A own it because I didn't know how to pirate VHS yet I didn't know that you just needed two VCRs and some RCA cables and you could just copy it um, do y'all know yeah. that? <laughs> do kids know well, that? I've, I've, uh, made, I've never made a copy of a tape. I would definitely record TV shows, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't know you could. Oh, yeah. You copy. Would just, I don't think I had enough stuff to make that happen. You would take your da- the VCR from the family room and take it into the kids' room, and then you'd unplug your dad's stereo speakers <laughs> and piss him off, and then you'd glue the two together, and then you just, you had to play it in real time, right? You had to push record, record, and then you had to right. have everything go uninterrupted, and then you stopped renting eventually. <laughs> I, did not, I did not know that yeah. yeah that's how like concert videos i'm a i was a nerd for smashing pumpkins in the 90s and the only live concerts you could get was one some asshole had put a camcorder in a baseball right. hat <laughs> and prayed for good audio and then converted that to a vhs and then everybody just duplicate 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 so the things i purchased were like 
17th generation <laughs> of them live in DC, you know. So it was that was that was definitely a culture of yeah. of duplicating. Well, I thought what was interesting, I think it's the same thing, Emily, that you were reading, uh, this person was writing about, like, some of the last Suncoasts and sort of the evolution of, like, there was a period where people really loved the idea of, like, owning a movie, Mm. and now that's kind of gone. Like, people Mm -hmm. are like, oh, I'll just access it wherever it is. Right. Well, you can't. You couldn't then. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. so one of my my proudest, because, again, it was a place you could find stuff that, like, because if you went to a music store, they sold music videos. That was it. You know, there was no used video section mm-hmm. at Half Price Books and stuff like that. So, Ziegfeld Follies is a Lucille Ball movie, but a bunch of other weird old famous people in it from 1944, I think. Which, like, any kind of Follies is not necessarily easy to find. And I was excited to find it, and I did. And when I brought it home to watch, that's the only time my dad, like, watched a movie with me. Aww. I was like, I think you're gay, too. <laughs> You've never been this thrilled. <laughs> it seems like it was um, a great store for kind of like a little like pop culture fanatic. Yeah. It did, it's funny to me living in Hollywood and being like a stand-up comic. And I think some days now I'm like, I don't like movies. And I don't like TV. It's like, oh, because movies suck now. And television's just different. It's not bad, but... And because I'm just a nerd for older stuff, I think mm-hmm. it looks and, and sounds better. But I it's I think about where I am and what I do now and how and like just thinking about this conversation and how I would just sit there and spend like an hour or two cruising some weird video store. Yeah. And that that felt good. It was also never crowded. Nobody was ever there. So you yeah. could you were you could just peruse and be a nerd. Um, yeah alone i mean browsing like dvds music like vhs whatever is i enjoy that like i miss mm-hmm. that i used to go to there was like a, we had a hollywood video mm-hmm. um near us and they would sell like i don't know if they, i don't know why some of the dvds became for sale but yeah, i guess it was like they were done me had that too like they were they had excess of like maybe when the movie first came out yeah. they needed a bunch of copies nobody because had, it was popular people didn't have dvd players so when yeah. it was not a new release or anything they're like well fuck we gotta unload these but i had so many dvds and now <laughs> i still have some because i just like any anything that i like i'm like that's really one of my favorite movies mm. i just have like a drawer of like 20 dvds that i couldn't bear to throw away for some reason mm-hmm. um that i also have no way to play <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right because right. now like even laptops don't have like a place to put the in a disc. disc so it's like i can't even watch my old dvds and on a laptop i did i also have a vhs of american splendor that i definitely oh, don't have any way one. to play <laughs> i had i definitely lugged moving out of my parents house and like all that i definitely lugged a box of vhs's around some of which were like Lucille Ball, Adam's Family, blah, 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 stuff I found. Like old RKO movies, um, which now, of course, you can find online for free. I paid mm. every... Basically, a VHS at Suncoast was nineteen ninety nine. Every single one. Unless it was something special that you had to pay more. Mm-hmm. So 20 bucks a pop. Like Titanic, when that was a two VHS mm-hmm. release, that was yeah. like... <laughs> that was your and your $40, $50 mark. Um, <laughs> but I did cart around a bunch because I, like you, was like, well, I can't just get rid of these. And then, what? of course, plunked it down later. But w- truly the best one ever was my mom had recorded a bunch of Scooby-Doo for us as kids and just let it play, like record, right? And then just it kept recording. So there was a VHS that we had that was just an afternoon in 1986 <laughs> and commercials, the local news, uh, Simon and Simon, like all this shit. I love that. Just a Wednesday <laughs> afternoon in the 80s. I was actually thinking the other day how like, 
Because you know how weirdly, for some reason, that I'm sure is just some sort of contract dispute issue, but like the Brandy Cinderella isn't available on streaming anywhere? <laughs> it's because she murdered somebody. <laughs> no, she just put out an album. <laughs> is, it, is it Whitney? It might be Whitney's estate. Maybe. Mm. I, I'm sure I could look into it, but it's not on streaming anywhere. But I was like, but I haven't let my mom throw out any of the VHSs. I Ooh. technically do own that on VHS. I don't have any way of watching it, but there's definitely some VHSs that I won't let her throw out. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't think this is available anywhere. The, the top ones Weird for Muppets me. Compilations oh, the, and stuff. The Muppet Caper is the most, the most hilarious movie. If you haven't watched the Muppet Caper, the great Muppet Caper, I think is what it's called. It's fucking funny. There's I a like biz- the, Muppets take Manhattan that movie is the best and it also is the first movie that really made me cry it's so <laughs> here's the weird thing about Jim Henson in general but that one and follow that bird but the one with Kermit having amnesia the Muppets take Manhattan mm-hmm. the like abandonment issues and the oh my gosh I'm alone like me I don't feel secure watching this as a kid I could not handle <laughs> like me, in the booth, yeah. the booth scene where I'm like he's right there I can't it's, take this. I can't right one, there. When they're all just like mm. going their separate ways and they sing that saying <sighs> goodbye song, I was like, oh no, this is the saddest thing I've actually ever seen <laughs> in my life. Have you ever I watched? I can't take it. Do you watch MASH, the TV show? No. I always hated it. I always thought the theme song sounded like Doom. Uh, <laughs> okay, first of all, watch it. It is it is way funnier than I, I think anybody thinks. Oh. I have watched a few of, of it and I feel like I was startled by how sad it is. So, I mean, it is. It is sad, but you got to get in there because it's really, I don't know. I, fa- I It took forever and then I got in. I was like, okay, I love the show. But there's an ep- yeah. there's a character named Radar um, and there's an episode where the character leaves the show and it is, yeah. it's equally that. You're like, holy shit, this is the saddest thing I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, it's like yeah. something about um, like goodbyes, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like where it's like a crew that you've like, gotten to know and then they're like parting ways and it's like sometimes i prefer on shows when a character leaves when they just like don't do an episode where they leave and then they just Mm. later say they moved away or something Mm -hmm. because i don't have to deal with it Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah. i'm such a bitch for continuity and i don't know what that springs from but i always thought that always bothered me yeah. Um, well, it's how I resolve Adam Brody leaving Gilmore Girls to be on the OC and they never <laughs> deal with it. It's like, okay, well, he was perfect for Lane, so I don't really know what happened. The one thing I think, and I, Roseanne is a racist, and the shit she said was fucked up, and I don't agree with her politics, but I will say the television show Roseanne is revolutionary, and the arc, the entire bulk of her work is not racist and you can look it up it's there and if you look at her television show the first round in general it's not there yes she's a fucked up crazy person with shitty politics and runs television shows into the ground and i know a lot of people who wrote for who hate her whatever but (laughs) uh seasons like four and five of the og roseanne are stellar television Um, yeah and one of my favorite things is that she works at that cafe at the mall um i have not watched roseanne you gotta get in there you really (laughs) do it's because what i the reason i brought it up is because they switch beckys um because the the actress wanted to go to school there was no dispute i love when they switch yeah and but because (laughs) what they did on that show and she talks about it a lot was they were trying to parody all of the normals in television and and expose so like jackie being a cop they tried to mirror her after don knott's 
being a cop on the Andy Griffith show. So if you watch Jackie's evolution, she gets goofier and more bug-eyed and sillier because they mimic after Don Knotts. And when they switched the Beckys, they didn't blink because they were doing a Darren on Bewitched thing. They're like, well, if they did it, we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that they unapologetically did it, but that's why they were like, we don't yeah. have to fucking explain. Darren didn't. There's just a new one. Yeah. So and they did that on that 70s show too. The sister was like a different woman. Boom. And then they were just, God, just like, wait, I think, what? I think the actress who played the first sister is actually dead in real life now. Oh my God, yes, really? I think she did die, but boy, is she funnier. She's so much funnier than the other sister yeah i mean she was only on for like a brief moment She's where you like almost maybe wouldn't notice hilarious but, no, character fully though. a different person the sister, just like, okay the first sister on that 70s show is hilarious i find her very funny um the other thing i did find that i enjoyed about suncoast is i found this video of it was like an in-store promo where they they sing this song called we can take you there oh shit are you at all familiar with this (laughs) it's like don't think so but if i hear it i won't lie i mean let's see if i can i can play it really quick but it's like basically showing yeah just play it i will it's like they're showing a bunch of clips of like movies being like Mm -hmm. we can take you there like that this is like yes (laughs) you see me can you hear it? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, so 90s, this. No. I don't think that rings a bell for me. Would I try to... Okay. Oh, that is very Oh, wait, 90s. here we go. I'm just trying to get to the We Can Take You There parts. Because that's do they the, put the, the whole part. title, <laughs> store title in the song? Um, like motion picture company <laughs> do they fit that in I'm the lyrics i'm not sure um it's a it's like a three minute long video on oh. youtube where i was truly shocked it mostly <laughs> it mostly just reminds me of how like the oscars now their whole thing is like filling it with like 50 minutes of yeah. fucking <laughs> montages and it's like okay i guess this was the well, precursor yeah. to that what's interesting to me and i think about this a lot is that, of course media is so different but fame is so different now and the the reasons and the things that that catapult people and i mean not that there's any right way to become famous who gives a shit but in the old days it was just movies and television forever if you were a radio yeah. star you were dead in the fort like nobody gives a shit about that there was no other source of unless you're an athlete Like it was so limited. And so like Mm. your thing about the Oscars and the montage or a store like this existing was that was it. You didn't have uh, any kind of other thing of pop culture to interest you. It was music, movies or television, which is why any trivia game you look at has only those categories. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and the permanence of it was because again, if you didn't have cable, good luck watching an old movie, which is hilarious right. to me now that uh, AMC right. shows like TV shows. I was like, y'all used to show "It's a Wonderful Life" all yeah. of December. It was annoying. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's, the 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 obsession, which is interesting about famous people from the old days in the '80s and the '90s, was having to watch that shift. Not even into reality TV and internet and everything we have mm. now, but just kind of watch the garishness that was on its way. Um, yeah, and and the you could see the futility of what used to you know movie stars used to be absolute royalty, and now we love to watch their like fucking cellulite thighs in the Malibu. You know, like we love to yeah. just tear people to shreds. It's such a different world. Uh, and I think that that's more truthful than, 
you know, just this weird glossy movie star. Yeah, thing. I mean, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's great, but it did seem like <laughs> yeah. yeah, it seemed like in some ways then like the pressure because of that glossiness, like the pressure was yeah, even it's like why Lucille on, Ball with like the was constant so like forced mm-hmm. abortions I, and like yeah. the pills because it's like it, you can't get even above this size or else we're gonna have to. Like, I swear though, I you know cut you from the roster if i could have been in this town i'll say maybe like 70 years ago maybe uh, 80 years ago and just been like a total closet case who gives a shit uh i will buy up all the land i'll be a famous movie star and go yeah okay i'll fuck men on the side i don't care i'll have my (laughs) stupid fake marriage if i can buy griffith park 80 years ago and get away with it everyone like boohoo's for rock huts i'm like whatever he was gorgeous super famous and he got to fuck whoever he wanted and no one told him it was a bad thing <laughs> well i mean <laughs> well, well, yeah <laughs> um do we have any other thoughts on suncoast before we close on on a segment uh me personally yeah i guess no i i want to thank my parents because there was a time when they sold little wizard of oz like figurines there and da- was it the well, little were, boxes, the little ceramic boxes that opened? They were sold I separately, remember. but I think you could buy them together. But I could, I could con my parents easier one at a time. But I had a Wicked Witch one, which of course I took the broom out because I wanted to play with that separately, <laughs> and then lost the broom. And so my parents oh. had to go buy me another one because you can't just buy the broom separate, right? That shit costs like fifteen oh, bucks. No. <laughs> no yeah i remember there's uh, we had um a little ceramic it was like a little box mm-hmm. with dorothy on it and then you opened the box yes. and there were the so red all slippers those... inside and but i think that was from well, a they definitely had they had freestanding cl- gla- like cases right with all kinds of like movie tv memorabilia tchotchkes but i honestly uh-huh. was too embarrassed to want to ask for those to buy those and such because mm-hmm. i was like that is not masculine to get like because mm-hmm. i had a mary poppins one that i broke because i played with it right it was this big thing with again the umbrella that i'd <laughs> taken out because i wanted to play with it separately uh, but didn't have the heart to go back for another and guess what and I, I will end on this guess i went to fucking disneyland two years ago when i moved here and you know at the end is where they milk you for all the merch right and so mm-hmm. like the park closes mm-hmm. but the merch stores are still open for an hour and so I looked and I looked and I looked and yeah. I was with my friends, uh, Martin Irvano and Kelsey Kane. They're funny comedians. And Maggie Mae, they were all there. And um, I went to, finally, I went to the register girl, a Gen Zer. And I mm. go, I've looked everywhere. Where's y'all's like Mary Poppins toys and stuff? And the person goes, <laughs> I go, what? And she goes, uh, I go, <gasps> no, y'all, I'm so old that y'all don't even make Mary Poppins merch, don't you? And she goes, no. <laughs> I was like, Oh no! So, Devastating. Was this um, before the new movie uh, came out? I mean, this was just two-ish, three years ago. But I wanted. Hmm. I have a Mary Poppins mug that Paige gave me once. I for wanted Christmas. Julie Andrews. I wanted that school marm. Like, mm, is it? She's yeah. so scary. She might be a witch. I wanted that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> sad. I mean, it's kind of sad now that they sold movies and stuff and all sorts of you know stuff that you can find anywhere else and all the most recent pictures from i guess the couple that are still open and the ones um before they closed there's just like walls and walls of funko yeah. pop <laughs> <laughs> like every 
every, every failing store, there's a period before, like, while they're failing and before they close for good where they just sell Funko That's like Pop. the same at FYE. Like, it's just like a, it becomes yeah. like a, just like a collectible store at some point. Yeah. And they all think they're like, will this save us? And the answer is no. Look into their little beady eyes. There's, there's a no. very funny, it, when like 9-11-ish time, like uh, George W. Bush time, I was very radical. I hated everybody and everything. George W. Bush namely, <clears throat> but was reading and listening to a lot of Noam Chomsky and who's right about a few things, but um, I remember a very inspiring speech where he was talking about uh, AI and, and, and just, you know, robots taking over. He goes, in the future, you're still going to need a human to fix your VCR. And I honestly remember being like, <laughs> he's right. You're going to need someone who has an associate's degree in VCR repair. <laughs> and, and that's going to be relevant <laughs> forever. We're going to always need that specific job. Wrong again. Um, <clears throat> all right. So we're going to close on. Uh, we have it's our last uh, Malloween segment for, <gasps> for this year. Um, and we're going to do uh, it's called Mall Libs. So it's like it's like yes. Mad Libs, but it's a, a story about the mall. I love it. And this one will be. I'm just grabbing <clears throat> a quick book to write. To write we right. did have so a Halloween at Northeast Mall when it was so cold in North Texas that they like canceled Halloween. So oh, that yeah. you just went from one store to another. They gave you shitty candy. It was awful. Oh yeah, it was awful. It was well, because we were you're in broad you're in the bright lights of the mall. You're in this weird oh, line right. that you're just going from sort of. So it wasn't spooky at all. Yeah, <laughs> not spooky enough. Yeah. Okay. okay, so have you done Mad Libs before? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel. Yes. Okay, so Emily's gonna ask for okay. a few a few things okay. that we need. <clears throat> okay, so the first thing we need is any direction north. A great one. Then we need a geographic feature. A mountain. Another solid one. Oh my god. This is the first time we've done this where I'm just sitting with all my cores. Oh yeah. I feel like we haven't done one since <laughs> since quarantine no, began. I'm trying to like write this out on my lap <laughs> with all my cords. Um okay, noun associated with clothes. A noun associated with clothes. Um sequin. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm just here to really prop you up this on pump these up. choices. Are you me? I feel like I'm giving generic <laughs> answers. It's like great words. Um, <clears throat> now we need another geographic feature. Uh, can I use another language? Sure. Arroyo. A R R O Y O. It means ditch. There we go. <clears throat> okay, now we need a now we need a costume essential. <laughs> Like a piece of a costume. Oh, brooch. Or brooch. <laughs> Let's say that. When we read it back, Emily, you got to pronounce brooch. it. Brooch. <laughs> That's such an interesting choice when people say that. I'm like, yeah. you really want to. It's wanna like s- when people say like, do you say foyer or foyer? So I say foyer. foyer. But I, I do too. I, I think foyer <laughs> reminds me of going to church and just white trash WT North Texans. being like foyer. Foyer feels like more effort. <laughs> right. Now I need a graveyard feature. Oh. Um a zombie hand reaching out of the ground. Ooh, classic graveyard <laughs> feature. Well, the, <laughs> they cuz at the end of the Adams family the second one they yeah. give they give way that there could be a threequel or whatever mm-hmm. that's called. <laughs> and then there just never was. Also uh, Carol Kane okay. is such a funnier grandmama. 
<laughs> oh, they probably didn't do a threequel because Raul Julia uh, died. Who is so good? Like the next God, year. God, he was so good. <laughs> Very sad. Can I say okay, I hate Christopher another... Lloyd as Uncle Fester, though? Hate it. Hate <laughs> it. So, Interesting. Mm. <laughs> Guys, don't fight. I think Pugsley doesn't hold his but weight. that's his character. Such a weirdo. Fine. Okay, I, one more quick dive really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Real fast. I wanted the Adams Family movie on VHS, but it didn't come out right, remember, because you had to wait forever. So when I asked for the Adams Family movie, what my parents got me at Suncoast is called the Adams Family movie, which is a Halloween reunion show from the 70s, right? I th- yeah, I think it's from either 79 or 80 with the original cast. But for some reason, they also have a new Pugsley and Wednesday. So they have the adult Pugsley <laughs> dressed as Pugsley, which is not flattering. It's the weirdest thing ever. And you know why? Like, I think he committed suicide like years and years later, but you're like, that's why. Oh, <laughs> but I had wow. that was a VHS I kept forever because you couldn't find it anywhere. Now it's on YouTube for free. Anyway, you need one more what? <laughs> I need another graveyard feature. Um, another graveyard feature. Oh, the buffet table. <laughs> Y'all don't eat after the funeral. <laughs> um, not a Jewish funeral. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's not really a thing as much. No, you um, gotta, I rate funerals for the fashion and the food. <laughs> okay, now I need a scary adjective. <laughs> it's so stupid to say Republican. Um, <laughs> a scary adjective. Okay, I'll stick with it. Methodist. <laughs> <laughs> now I need um something gross. Something gross. Christianity. Like a gross noun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That is a noun. <laughs> okay, now I need a mall food court food. Mm. Oh, that's a hard one. That really is hard to answer because I want to go with like my tried and trues. Honestly, I know I just said Christianity is a gross thing, but I am going to say Chick-fil-A because damn it, if their ice cream is not delicious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now Sorry about it. I need... <laughs> Any monster, just a monster. Jabberwocky. <laughs> I always thought this is like our longest segment. <laughs> <laughs> now I need, yeah, we're not even. Be, I could play this down. part all day. This like. <laughs> now I need another food court food. An, a different another one. food court food. Oh, okay. Hot, uh, hot fudge sending or nuts? Or did you want something more? That's perfect. Okay. No, that's more great. commercial. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. Now I need a bodily fluid. Come. <laughs> what else is there? <laughs> that's the only one. Now we need uh, another monster. Uh, Karen Pence. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love this angle. <laughs> this is gonna be a now good I story. Need a, <laughs> a positive adjective. Uh, positive adjective. Uh, sparklingly sparklingly is that an adverb <laughs> sparkling i think yeah sparkling okay. is an adjective yeah, sparkling. yeah sparklingly is the adverb yeah, yeah. no okay. yeah sparkling's good okay now i need a clothing store uh, county seat i love that name did you <laughs> did y'all ever watch strangers with candy oh yeah there's a joke where the kids are actually making fun of her clothes they're like i like that shirt she goes thanks i got it at the comfort zone i'm like that's such a mall store (laughs) yes any zone (laughs) wait is that what oh the county seat county seat is my store 
Seat? Yeah. I've never heard of well, the that. county seat. Like, S-E-A-T. Correct. The county seat is okay. uh, is a real thing in like, I think it's where the sheriff would be. In, oh, it, like in olden s- times, there like the county seat is an actual thing right. on a map and in town. Okay. I think it's either where the town hall or where the like wh- whoever the official person is is the county seat. And then some <laughs> shithead some e- express <laughs> adjacent store thought they could sell the hip <laughs> young <Okay>. teens. <laughs> okay, perfect. Now I need a clothing item. Uh oh, uh, my diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> You wear that, right? In a sense, yeah. 24 7. Um, okay. <laughs> now I need a Halloween adjective. Uh, Halloween adjective? Mm-hmm. Kooky. <laughs> With a K. Now I need a body part. Body part. Um, oh, clavicle. <laughs> Not one we no. think about. <laughs> it's, it's overlooked for sure. Do, y'all, do you ever now put need... in the shower? Do you ever put water in your clavicles <laughs> and hold not. it? No, I don't. I don't have to find enough. I guess I would have well, to gotta, for that. Hook, you gotta hook up your shoulders. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> gotta put you in the work. Hold it in there and see how long, because you'll forget about it. <laughs> I'll have to try that next time. Get I Get out of the shower, shower and put some water in there, and then you kind of walk, and then you forget, and then the water goes down your chest, and it's funny. <laughs> it sounds funny now i need another monster another monster the monster for some reason is hard for me okay uh think, think of the classics you can go with the classics. i'll go with vampira she's she's more elegant than i wouldn't mm-hmm. call it but she's in the family yeah it works now i need I a, like a skin reaction like a reaction that your skin could Eczema. have to something is that something everybody says? Okay, change the answer. I want to change my answer. <laughs> okay. Horripilation. Ooh, what's that? It's goosebumps. It's when your oh, it's okay. when your hand hair stands up. Uh, the act of your hair standing up is horripilation. Okay, I'm guessing how to spell that. H o r r i p i l a t i o n. Horripilation. Horripilation. H o r r i p a l i. Yeah. What comes after okay. P? I don't know. Horripilation. It doesn't matter. Horripilation. Okay. Now we need a high number. <laughs> I'm like, I'm high. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I like a bazillion. Another class. It's a good word. I know. It, yeah. I hate I hate the president for a hundred b- million reasons, but I hate how he says millions and millions and billions and billions. He's just sucking the fun out of those words. <laughs> Or he's associating himself too much with it. I just, that makes me mad. Sure, sure, sure. Also sucked the fun out of the word loser. I know. Loser's yeah. such a good okay. word. Any, any liquid you could purchase at the mall. Oh my gosh, Fruitopia. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would also purchase those at kiosks for some weird reason. <laughs> I don't know why, but I would get Fruitopia. Okay, now a mall store. Okay, huggy stuff, because we didn't talk about it. Yeah, we couldn't find anything on it. It doesn't exist. So it's like a, what's like a plush, t- like a plush animal, but fancy, like a gund, right? G-U-N-D? Mm-hmm. That's a brand, right? So it was like uh, the gund store where they would oh. sell the very, very soft stuffed animals that were all kind of nicely displayed, but each yeah, one of them okay. cost 40 damn dollars, right? Gotcha. Yeah, that place seems stuff. Great. My sister would go in there and I would go in there because like I was a sucker for a really cute puppy. If like there was a stuffed animal that was a little cute puppy, I'd just be like, but you look so cute. Mm-hmm. That was that kind of place. <laughs> Love it. Now we need an animal. Leopard seal. 
Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I met, do you know the photograph of the diver and the huge Nat Geo? It's a Nat Geo photo, but there's like the diver and the leopard seal. Look it up. Oh. It's iconic. Okay. So these, these photographers were, were following and documenting this leopard seal, and they finally the leopard seal would get closer and closer. So they, they kind of went for it. And the leopard seal is like bringing him dead penguins because he thinks the big diver guy and all of his gear is like a wayward, sick animal. <laughs> anyway, oh I met the man who took the picture. It is an amazing wow. photo because leopard seals will kill you. They're not nice. Mm. They're scary, <laughs> terrifying looking well, things. Perfect for this Halloween mall yeah. Okay, we're almost done. Okay. I need a chain restaurant. Um, a chain restaurant that oh, Chili's. Mm. Is that a good? Oh no, a Spaghetti Warehouse. <laughs> I like that one more. Why did they make themselves look like an old plantation? I never understood that. Hard is to spaghetti, say. Is warehouse different than Spaghetti Factory? Yeah. Yes. Wow, okay, I've never heard of it. Well, um, some of them are... Next, we need a haunted object. My asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I just remembered what this is for. <laughs> that part is. Okay. okay, now we need a monster. Um, Another monster. Winifred Sanderson. <laughs> Who's that? That's the Bette Midler in Hocus Pocus. Oh, you know what? I've never seen that <gasps> <laughs> I know. I had that on VHS okay. from Suncoast. No joke. Had it. Now we need another monster. Another monster. Monsters are fun. Who's um Oh, Nessie. Yeah, Nessie. The Loch Ness monster. The Loch Ness monster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now we need a bodily fluid. Bodily fluid. Um precum. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> Emily, let's hear this mall lib. And, and can, okay. we, can we hear what it's called? Yeah. Yes. We'll say the title after. Okay. Okay. After? Oh, right. No, we can say, say it. Say it now. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Emily and I wrote this last night in a, in a oh, few states. Oh, this is homemade? So. Oh, I love this. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, great. Yeah. Oh, I okay. love it. This one is called Mall Libs. Malloween Malster Mash Mall Ball. <laughs> Okay. I'm it all was Halloween. Ears. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it was Halloween night when I walked into my favorite mall, the North Mountain Sequin Arroyo, or as it was called tonight, the North Zombie Hand Reaching Out of a Grave Brooch Buffet Table. <laughs> this year, I was in charge of planning the annual Malster Mash Mall Ball, and I needed to pick up a few last-minute essentials on my way to the aforementioned ball. <laughs> the first thing I needed was some extra Methodist Chick-fil-A. <laughs> it actually really ended up working out. That's so good. <laughs> Everyone knows that Jabberwocky always hogs a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I walked into the food court to find that they were giving out free samples of hot fudge sundaes with no nuts. I took one, and when I bit into it, I discovered that it was full of Christianity. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought, perfect. I'll take a cauldron full. The monsters will love it. As I left the food court, I noticed that I had come on me from my snack. <laughs> I needed to get a new party outfit or risk being humiliated in front of Karen Pence. Been there. It was so hot and sparkling. <laughs> I went to country seat 
when I saw the most kooky diaphragm. <laughs> I tried it on and immediately realized I had horripilation on my clavicle. <laughs> I'll take it, I said to the cashier, who was, of course, Vampira. She said she'd see me later tonight after her shift. <laughs> Last, I needed to get so I needed to get one more bazillion pack of every monster's favorite drink, Fruitopia. <laughs> I went to Huggy Stuff and found just what I needed. I also saw that they were doing a Halloween night special. Any beverage purchase comes with a free leopard seal blood six pack. <laughs> the perfect chaser, I thought. Knowing the monsters were going to love everything I planned, I headed to the ball. Luckily, the ball was at the mall, specifically at Spaghetti Warehouse. As soon as I arrived, I was pulled into a game of spin the my asshole. <laughs> I felt lucky to be the only human in attendance. Monsters can't get COVID, so I felt comfortable kissing anyone I might have to. When it was my turn, I hoped it would land on my crush, Winifred Sanderson. But of course, it landed on my ex, Nessie. We kissed, and the taste of pre-cum on their lips made me wonder why we ever broke up. We got back together and danced the night away. Never. The end. <laughs> Never a truer tale has been told. Might <laughs> be one of our best mall libs ever. I, I love like I, mall I really libs. missed that segment. <laughs> I will say there is an epic story in the Shackleton Antarctic expeditions where one of the people is land skiing, cross country skiing, whatever you call it, and a leopard seal pursues him, and someone sh is able to shoot the leopard seal before it gets him. And be this is actually what you do: you drink you if you kill an animal, namely seals in the Arctic or Antarctic, and you happen to be like shipwrecked, you drink you save their blood and you make seal blood soup, and that's what, what? you oh literally. God. That's like because you eat the blubber, you use the blubber to burn stuff and everything. But the the core nutritional thing that you get is seal blood soup. So not only is that apropos wow. for the mall lives, but pre cum has restored a relationship in my life before. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's a true tale. I mean, this is such a beautiful moment. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> well. That is it for this episode of Mall Talk. <laughs> Daniel, thank you so much for joining what us. What a treat. I truly had a blast. <laughs> thank you, Emily. <laughs> thank you so much, Paige. Do you have anything you'd like to promote to our listeners? Um, attention, mall shoppers. Uh, <laughs> I filmed a comedy special at the Rose Bowl a few months ago with Tribeca Film Fest. That should be out next year. So look for that in 2021. You can look for all my comedy on YouTube or my website, thedanielweb.com. And I'm not on tiktok but not really and my old ass is still on instagram <laughs> at toyota lopez or you can find me at any motel sucking dick in east hollywood with all the old hookers so <laughs> perfect and uh as always follow us on instagram rate review join the patreon we're going to talk about dawn of the dead this week um so check it out yeah and we'll meet next week um I guess we'll meet next week in the official Christmas season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> once Halloween is, is over. We'll be there. All right. Bye. Bye.